Welcome to What's Up with Dr. Rupp, where we explore the supernatural. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Rupp. Hi, and welcome to another episode of What's Up with Dr. Rupp. We are going to start a new series today, and we're going to talk about supernatural healing. Now, recently, I've heard some people say, well, a lot of times I've heard, <laughs> I've heard several times people say, you get what you focus on or what you focus on, you know, what you spend your time thinking about, talking about is what you get. And recently God has been speaking that to me as well. And, um, you know, I've heard different people over the years say, you know, if you want to see salvations, you preach about salvation and Jesus's saving power. If you want to see supernatural healing, you preach on faith and supernatural healing. And it's really interesting though, because, um, just in the last few weeks, I've heard different people and one person was talking about how they went surfing and they were trying to avoid these rocks and they kept going near the rocks that they were trying to avoid. And somebody told them what you focus on is what you get. So if you don't want to hit the rocks, then don't pay attention to those. Don't focus on them. Put your focus somewhere else. And then I heard another person telling a story about going skiing and trying to avoid hitting a tree. And they, so they were um, focusing on the tree and they kept heading towards the tree. And so they had to put their focus somewhere else to avoid running into the tree. So I keep hearing all these different stories and the Lord has started speaking to me about, you, you know, what you focus on is what you get. Healing is my huge passion. It is one of my favorite things is supernatural healing. And um, I... It's one of my favorite things to see God do, too. It's really, really cool to see miracles happen. And, you know, God does supernatural healing. The devil can counterfeit that. And we've talked about how the devil can counterfeit, you know, God's actual healing. And we've talked about some of the counterfeits on this podcast. You know, we talked about Reiki and um, cupping and acupuncture and different things like that. But I've really been feeling lately that because you focus on is what you get, that we really need to start focusing on God's healing methods and how, you know, different ways that God can perform healings. Now he could do anything he wants to anytime. And we never want to put him in a box because, you know, we may think we've got it all figured out and we have this formula down. And as soon as we think that we've got it figured out, he'll show us something completely different or do something new anyway. So we never put God in a box. He can do anything he wants to whenever he wants to. But I do have some healing methods that have worked that I've seen um, have miraculous results. And so we're going to talk about some of that over the next several weeks and for this healing series. So we are going to be using material from my book, Keys to Healing. It's available on Amazon if anybody wants to get a copy. Um, specifically, we're going to be talking from chapter five in my book. And it's got, so chapter five is on healing methods. And it's lots of different ways that people can get healed, different methods that can be used. So always want to bring this back to God. always want to bring the focus back to him. God is our healer and it's always his will for us to be healed. It is always, let me repeat that. Did you hear that? It is always God's will for us to be healed. And we know, you know, the Bible tells us it is the thief, the devil who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came so that we can have life and have it abundantly. That's John 10, 10. We are told Jesus came to give us life in abundance. And the Bible also says that people perish for lack of knowledge. So when you don't know, you know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know until you know. Um, so how, how do you find out? Well, you, you can read the Bible. The Bible tells you, you can listen to podcasts, you can read books, you can do different things like that. But um, God wants us to be prosperous in every area of our life, including our health. And I want to read 3 John 1, 2 to you real quick. 
it says god wants us um it says beloved i wish that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers so he wants us to be in health even as our soul is prospering prospering even as we are receiving salvation he wants us to prosper in all areas but be in health as well and you know we see in the bible how God performed healing, how Jesus performed healing, and how Holy Spirit. So we have, for those of you who don't know, this is might be new to you, we have the Godhead, the three-in-one God of the Bible. We have God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit. And we see how each one of them performed healing in the Bible. So it is the will of every single member of the Trinity to provide for supernatural healing. Um, one of the names of God, we're going to start with him first and just do a few examples of um, God healing people in the Bible. But one of his names, he actually calls himself Jehovah Rapha, which means the Lord who heals. <coughs> and so the promise of healing, it's in his very name. The word Rapha, it can mean different things, but it can mean to mend, to cure, to heal. Physician, as in he is the great physician, to repair or make whole. And Exodus 15, 26 says that he's says in the Bible, he's talking to the, um, to the Israelites and he says, I am the Lord who heals you. Now, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals, that is a covenant name and God cannot break covenant. He can't lie. And so healing is a covenant that he has made with us. Um, we see him providing for healing and raising the dead in the Old Testament before Jesus ever came to earth as a man. And then we see Jesus, and we have that in lots of different examples. You know, we see him, he cleansed Naaman of leprosy. He raised the dead. Um, a people, uh, a dead man's body was put on Elisha's bones and the, the person came back to life. Um, we see how he used Elijah or Elisha, I can't remember which one right now at the moment, I don't have it in front of me, but how he used um, him to bring the, the the son back to life that had died for the, the woman who had built the room for him. So we see God doing all of this healing and raising the dead in the Old Testament before Jesus ever came. And then we have when Jesus came in the New Testament under the new covenant, we have still all of these examples of how Jesus would heal the sick and raise the dead. So let's start with Psalm 107.20. It says that God sent his word and healed them. Now, the book of John tells us that Jesus is the word made flesh, right? That's John 1.14. And we know that Jesus came to earth as a man, but he was empowered like we can be by the Holy Spirit to be able to perform miracles. So, you know, he just came to the earth as a man, but it wasn't until he received the baptism in the Holy Spirit and received the Holy Spirit that he really started his supernatural ministry on the earth. And we also, when we receive Jesus and ask for the Holy Spirit, we can receive the Holy Spirit and have that power. You know, he said, he said, I'm going to go to heaven. I'm going to send you a helper and you wait for the power that's going to come when I send you this helper, the Holy Spirit. Right. And so we can all have that power of the Holy Spirit to perform miracles. Um, but we know when Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. So we see that in Luke 3.22. And it was at that point that he received the Holy Spirit and he was empowered to be able to do miracles. And then it says in the next chapter in Luke 4, it says that Jesus, when he was full of the Holy Spirit, he left the Jordan and he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. So after he came out, we know that he went about doing good and healing and not just healing people, 
but healing all who were oppressed by the devil, it says in Acts 10.38. So what does that say? It's confirming what John 10.10 says, that it's the thief, the devil, who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life and life in abundance. And then here we have in Acts 10.38, Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Um, as he was healing people, he was telling his disciples that he was only doing what he saw the Father do. So he again right there, he's confirming that healing is the Father's will. John 5.19 says, Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees the Father doing, because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. And of course, that's working in conjunction with the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes on us, comes in us, we have an anointing. We have the power to be able to do supernatural things. And then Jesus goes on to tell us, not only does he say, wait for the power because I'm going to go to heaven. But while he was still here, still walking on the earth, he said the things that he did, we will do and that we will do greater things because he is going to the Father. So John 14 verses 12 through 14 says, very truly, I tell you, this is Jesus speaking. It's the red words in your Bible. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. So then we see how others did just that. Um, we see it in the book of Acts and we see it in lots of other places in the New Testament. We see, you know, story after story about different people, different disciples, healing the sick, raising the dead and casting out demons. Now, Jesus did tell us, he told us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. So he's he tells us to pray, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There's no sickness in heaven, right? When we're praying God's will, there's no sickness in heaven. There's no debt or poverty in heaven. There's no, you know, sadness or any of those things in heaven. It's your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And again, there's no sickness in heaven. So when Jesus sent out his 12 disciples in Matthew 10, and then when he sent out the 72 disciples in Luke 10, one of the things that he told them was to proclaim that the kingdom of heaven had come near and what that looked like. He told his disciples what the kingdom of heaven being near looked like. And he told them it was healing the sick, raising the dead, cleansing those who have leprosy and casting out demons. So again, that's Matthew 10 verses six through eight and then Luke 10 uh, verse nine. And then the Bible tells us specifically that healing is a finished work of the cross that was accomplished 2,000 years ago by Jesus. So that means that it's done. It's settled. It can't be undone. Jesus already did it. Um, he took the curses and sin and sickness on himself, on his body, on the tree, at the cross. So we don't have to have those and to provide for our healing. Um, Colossians 2, 15 says that Jesus disarmed the powers and authorities. Those are other names for demons. And he made a public spectacle of them and triumphed over them by the cross. So by the cross, it was finished. We're told in different places, specifically Isaiah 53, verse 5 and 1 Peter 2, 24. We are told that by Jesus's stripes, 
we are healed. His stripes are the wounds that he received when he was flogged right before he was put on the cross. Mark 15, 15. This that happened with Jesus' stripes, us being healed by the stripes that he received, Isaiah prophesied it 700 years before it happened. And then the New Testament confirmed what Isaiah said so long ago, that healing was provided by Jesus and at the cross. Um, another scripture I want to read to you is Matthew 8, verses 14 through 17. And it says, when Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her and she got up and began to wait on him. So here's Jesus healing somebody again, touching her hand. And then she began, she got up and began to wait on him. And then when evening came, many who were demon possessed were brought to him, to Jesus. And he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. Now here's the next verse. This is what's confirming it. This is saying in Matthew, this was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. So he's quoting from um, Isaiah 53 verse 5 when he's saying that this is to fulfill what was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. Um, let's move on to Holy Spirit. So we've already talked about God and Jesus and how they healed people and how it was their will to heal people and that Jesus only saw what he, he only did what he saw the Father doing. And then we have the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the one who actually provides the power for healing. Um, and he also gives us gifts of healing. And one of the gifts that the Holy Spirit can give us and work through us is gifts of healing. And it can it's not just one gift. It can be different gifts. Some people, you know, are anointed to pray for people and they see infertile people be able to have um, children after that. Or so they're, you know, certain people are anointed to pray for people with cancer and they have the gift of healing for cancers. Some people have it for respiratory, respiratory um, diseases. But 1 Corinthians 12 lists, lists the different gifts of the spirit. And I'm going to read just a segment of this here for you. But it says, now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing. By that one spirit to another miraculous powers to another prophecy to another distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and to still another the interpretation of tongues all these are the work of one and the same spirit and he distributes them to each one just as he determines so the holy spirit decides what gifts he wants to give us and when, and we can have all of the gifts of the spirit operating at different times in our lives. It's whenever the Holy Spirit decides that he wants them to be available. And he wouldn't give us gifts of healing if he did not want people healed. So if healing was not his will, he wouldn't give us gifts of healing. Um, we're told in Mark 16 
that believers will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So that's any believer in Jesus Christ. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And that's through the work of the Holy Spirit in us and his power that's being able to be transferred by the laying on of our hands. It comes through our hands. So I think we've established that healing is the will of every member of the Trinity. Now, in the next episodes, we are going to start talking about different healing methods and different ways that people can receive their healing from God. This is kind of just like an introductory episode for you. Um, and again, we're taking this material from my book, Keys to Healing. Again, it's available on Amazon. It's in Kindle format, paperback or hardcover now. Um, feel free to pick that up if you would like to have that, if you think it would be helpful for you. Um, and you can go to my website, melissarupp.com for more information on anything that you want to get more information on, um, including different um, online resources that are available. And I have a YouTube channel. And so just you can go to melissarupp.com and get information for any of that. And if you feel led, you can also donate through that website as well. So I'm going to leave you with that for this week. I'm so glad you tuned in and I am looking forward to really diving into the series in the next few weeks and talking about healing methods. I've got some really awesome stories that I love to share on healing and, and what God can do. So take care and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Join me next time as we continue to explore the supernatural on What's Up with Dr. Rupp.